Hey, I see you stumbled across this podcast. You either saw it on Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube, or some amazing human sent you this link. And in that case, welcome. On today's episode, I wanted to chat on clearing the mental blocks, right? Figuring out what exactly is blocking our overthinking minds. The past few days, me and one of my really good friends started conversating on the facts that surround our mental blocks, and we wrote them down. Here are mine. Social media, mental health, and my daily habits. Yeah, yeah, I know. But Carissa, everyone deals with these problems. You're right. But how many of you guys can wake up every morning with intentions on feeling great in all aspects, mentally, physically, emotionally? Like, honestly. I wanted to chat about these things with you more in depth because as the days go on, I find what I'm doing is opening my eyes more and more. I feel crazily alive. I feel open to brand new thinking, processing. I'm seeing myself for me finally. I'm not stuck in this dark room with no door anymore. Yeah, it's been only a week, but I don't remember the last time I've seen my life this way. It's a long process, but I'm pretty confident on my steps. So let's dive in. So as I stated before, these three small but extremely huge changes have already impacted me in a way I really wish you'd come to understand. Let's start off with number one, social media. Now, really see this perspective with a grain of salt. My story is this. In 2015, I started an Instagram account to upload photos, kind of like a visual diary of me. I've always loved taking photos and editing them with what filters they had at the time. I loved it. It was fun. And it distracted me from my toxic teenhood. I continued to do such as the days, months, years just keep passing on by, right? IG got more popular and started becoming one of the biggest platforms on the internet. Whoa. (laughs) People started sharing their selfies that fastly turned into fashion shots and travel photos of insanely expensive places to what it is now a place of very professional-esque photo shoots and thousands of likes, followers, and brand deals. Well, as IG got crazier, so did the pressures of being a certain way. I started changing my content from wholesome food photos to occasional cheer team shots, you know, to makeup and fashion. Honestly, I had a passion for it, but I wasn't getting likes and follows. The only people that followed me were the people from my hometown. So then I was like, well, shit. Okay, what's next? So I kept searching for answers. I Googled them, okay? Such as how to gain Instagram followers and how should a successful IG look like? I invested so much of my time into research. I mean, obsessively. I found that to be a successful Instagrammer, you have to live a luxe life. Now, this was back in 2016, y'all. So be patient with the words that are coming out of my mouth. I started to create fashion posts, but I didn't come for money at all, any kind. So I had to work at my local Wendy's, yay, just so I could buy clothes to then keep the tags on and take photos and no joke, then return them the next day after I got the shots. Making my life seem successful. Fuck, it worked. But people wanted more and more. So then I created a YouTube account where I posted dumb whole videos of sites that was trending Like the Wish app, you guys know what that is, right? Oh my gosh. Things got crazy. That video from the Wish app hit a million plus views and companies swarmed my inbox. 
would you like to collaborate and can we feature said product in your video? It was everything I could ask for, right? But I was young, had no idea what I was getting into. The deadlines for these companies were insanely fast. I couldn't keep up. So I started not hitting deadlines and the quality of my content got bad quick. Then my IG started growing. So I posted more, invested in higher quality equipment. And you know, this is where my deeper pressures formed. Companies play off likes and interactions. The more you get, the better you seem, right? We'll just throw some good old Instagram algorithm changes in there as well and really get to understand the depth of pressure to be seen had become. My days turned into what should I buy today and how should I look and what should I wear? I had to create a false scenario to just be on top of the growth game. A fucking number to value my goddamn existence. At the time, I didn't see it like that. I saw it like fake till you make it, which is the worst thing you could ever lie to yourself about. I just kept thinking like that, right? That's just my thought process. Fake till you make it. It got to a point where once I, once the camera just shut off, once I turned it off, click, boom, right? I just sat there by myself. I didn't have a life outside of the false lifestyle that people came to see. So now comes the dark days. The pressure got so bad. It threw me into a depressive episode. It turned from a day to a few weeks. I'm telling you this now because I finally saw it for what it was just recently. After years of constant pressure, it caused me countless problems, depression, anxiety, insecurities. I wasn't me. I was everybody else. I chose to delete just recently Instagram app on December 2nd, along with Facebook and TikTok, because for me to take that long to realize social media was causing me to downward spiral, I needed to step away and wake the hell up. Please put yourself first, guys, not an app. Next, let's chat about health, number two. I won't talk a ton on this one, but it's a very huge topic in itself. Your health plays a big part in your mental health and your mental clarity. If you guys have been watching my weekly vlogs on YouTube, The New Carmaria, you guys can go check that out if you want, you would have heard my current struggles with my health. Now, I've always had problems ever since I was born. Fun fact, but not really fun. Um, I was born dead. My lungs were collapsed and I wasn't breathing. So ever since then, I've had problems apparently. Oh yeah, and I guess it doesn't help that my mom was an alcoholic whilst I was in her stomach. So that probably caused a lot of effects on me too. <laughs> Moving on, not the point. Uh, <laughs> right now I struggle with chronic UTIs and IBS. Um, if you guys didn't know, UTIs are urinary tract infections and IBS is irritable bowel syndrome. So um, if you guys wanna know a little bit more about that, just kind of Google it, all right? <laughs> I just didn't wanna go take this time to explain all those things. For a long time, I couldn't figure out why I always kept feeling like shit. I was tired, grumpy, and not myself. One night after the good old Thanksgiving of 2017, I woke up in the most extreme tummy pain to the point of I couldn't freaking move. So. I did everything I could to crawl my way to the bathroom, sat on the toilet because I felt like I needed to poop. I know this is so crazy, but you guys just listen to the story. Well, it felt like knives were actually dragging down my intestines. That's how painful it was. And I have a high pain tolerance, so this was intense. 
The pain got so bad that I passed out. Don't know how long, but I passed the fuck out. Woke up and made my way back on the toilet. So I fell off the toilet. It's kind of funny a little bit, but not. Uh, apparently, I had passed a freaking kidney stone, guys. After that night, I went vegan on my own terms. Thought, okay, it must have been either the dairy or the meat I was eating. I also was alone this entire time. So every everything that I was going through that night, I was by myself. It was pretty scary, but whatever. So anyway, I went vegan for a whole year. Told my doctor what happened, and she told me that I was lactose intolerant. So I took her word for it. No test was done, just believed her. That was my mistake. Years passed. I'm still hurting, kind of. Inconsistent with my poop. <laughs> still couldn't figure it out. So I logged my problems and got a new doctor. My doctor did a full panel of doctor things. The results came back as IBS, irritable bowel syndrome. And I was like, what the hell is that? Uh, what? She told me watch what I eat, and no dairy whatsoever. Okay, cool. So another diet change. Fast forward to today. As of last night, I realized IBS has a specific diet. Are you actually kidding me? Like for real, this whole freaking time, I need to be on a FODMAP diet. I can't explain it to you. So just Google the FODMAP diet. It will tell you everything. It's F-O-D-M-A-P, FODMAP. So, yes, this is still relevant to the topic of mental clarity. How so? This is how. Me figuring out my health issues has a ton of mental clarity, not only on my mind, but also on the fact that I can start to create a better habit, which in return will clear up the space it had took trying to figure this out. So just take it from me, please. Go to the doctors. <laughs> Love you. It's a great segue, actually, into habits number three. All right, daily habits, y'all. Moving on. I laugh at this because a lot of you guys are going to relate to this. When you wake up, you check your phone. Then you proceed to get up, correct? Just get up, get ready for the day, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's what I thought. <laughs> There's your first problem. You mentally set your intentions on how you view today without noticing. So you saw a post of Jessica Alba looking stunning with no makeup. Or a hometown friend just got a new Toyota Tacoma paid in full. Okay, so you think, that doesn't affect me at all. I'm happy for that friend, and Jessica Alba has always been lucky with her natural beauty. Okay, so masking your issues with false happiness. I see you. Mm -hmm. You set your intentions on your makeup, your hair, and the need to post on going, like, your post on going to work. Like, here's the post. Let me post this really quick on my story. I'm going to work, y'all right? On the social media. And I bet you used a freaking Instagram filter on that. Come on now. Everyone has to, right? How come you used a filter though? Why? I'll just let you answer that one alone. <laughs> Next, you start to drive because you have to go to work, right? Because some of y'all work. Most of y'all work. All right. You're a little tired. You're driving. You're like, oh, frick, I'm tired. So you get a lifesaver, a 16 ounce iced vanilla latte with non-dairy milk and an extra shot. Hmm. That's a daily habit. Did you know caffeine makes your anxiety worse every time you drink it? You probably also don't drink water after, which means your body is becoming dehydrated, causing your mental to go into an overdrive with an influx of overthinking and doubts. Just speaking on experience, all right? Caffeine is a devil, but also a lifesaver. So, hit or miss over there. Really, just be more aware of what you mentally are taking notes of during the day, all right? See what your daily habits are and, and start tying things together. 
the importance of being aware will help you start on a great foot. And your mental clarity and your mental health journey, honestly. I fastly stated three things. Just super fast. Social media, health, and daily habits. Just to showcase the small things we don't think affect our mentals on a day-to-day basis. I know what I said wasn't crazy in depth, but I have true value of realization. It does. It really does. I have that true value. I'm just kidding. It does. It has true value of realization. Make changes. Start small. Just like walking 10 minutes a day or not checking your phone in the morning. (laughs) And make that freaking doctor's appointment, all right? You have to be aware in order to be clear. It's never easy, and I hope this helped a little. Welcome to the journey of finding your mind. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm your host, Kai Maria, and this is Finding Your Mind, mental health podcast. See you guys in the next episode.